Most people grow up being taught that they must pursue a traditional four-year college degree to be successful. But have you ever considered that a four-year college education is not for everyone? If so, you will enjoy my next guest, who teaches us the importance of a technical education. Welcome to the Empowerment Zone with Ramona Houston, where we zone in on black and brown relations and our journey to empowering our communities. In this episode, I have an interesting conversation with Philippe Jean Bart, Chair of Health Science Education at Atlantic Technical College. According to Philippe, a technical college education provides immense financial, professional, and personal benefits. In fact, unlike four-year college students, students who attend technical college can achieve a career in a year and finish college with little debt. Listen to our conversation to learn why a technical education is so valuable. Enjoy our conversation and see show notes for more information about Atlantic Technical College and the value of a technical education. As always, please subscribe to the Empowerment Zone podcast and give us a rating on Apple Podcast. Your support will ensure that we continue our journey in empowerment and impact. Thank you. Welcome back to the Empowerment Zone, where we're all about empowerment and impact. And we really focus on the African-American Latino communities and the great work that people of our communities are doing in and for uh, African-Americans and Latinos. And today we have Philippe Jean Bart, and I'm excited about having him today. He's going to talk to us all about career in a year. Who ever heard of such a thing? And so uh, I'm really excited about talking to him as an educator, as a higher education administrator, and just his work uh, that he's doing to ensure that um, young people are empowered and they also have uh, careers and career options. Welcome to the Empowerment Zone, Philippe. Well, thank you. Thank you. I don't know if I should call you Dr. Houston or Plano Mona. So for your viewers out there, they may, your listeners out there, they may not know that Ramona's been like a sister to me. She's one of the first people that I met when I attended Clark Atlanta University. We had something called orientation guide. And Ramona was my orientation guide for my freshman year. And we have been together ever since. So I know her family quite well. So it's really an honor to be on her show today. Well, Philippe, I'm so happy uh, uh, to have you on the show. And yes, I was your orientation guide and you eventually became what I call my freshman. You, <laughs> I called you my <laughs> freshman. That was your nickname. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, I know you're in higher education uh, in Miami. Um, and before we get to, to your topic, could you please tell our audience a little bit about you and your background and uh, just give us some personal information? Well, I've had an interesting background. So I am a son of immigrants. My parents both immigrated here from Haiti and I'm a native New Yorker. And I had the privilege of being able to come to Atlanta to Clark Atlanta University. Um, so that's pretty much my story. So I'm a proud Haitian, if anyone knows me. 
Um, I have an interest in working with young people, and it's been an interest that I have even mentoring, you know, cousins when I was younger. And, you know, so I am really looking forward to our conversation today. So tell us, you know, you live in Miami now. How did you get into education um, in terms of your professional development? I I kind of got into education by chance. So I moved to Miami um, looking for a job and I decided that I kind of wanted to be a PA. And one thing about being a PA physician assistant is at the time they wanted people to have backgrounds in healthcare. So I decided to go into a surgical tech program at, at a technical college in my neighborhood. And in doing that, I would mentor a lot of the other students because I had already had a college education and most of the people in my class were just first time in 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 post-secondary education. I spent a lot of times tutoring them. So I finished the program, ended up working at Memorial Regional Hospital as a surgical tech. And a year later, the instructor of the program said, you know, you were really good at tutoring the other students. And there is a position at our sister school would you, you should really consider teaching because it's something that you were really good at. And not being an education major, you know, my background was in biology and community health education. I decided to go for the job and then they trained me. So I became a, uh, a um, an instructor in technical education at the local technical college. Interestingly, at the time, it wasn't a technical college. It was a technical center. But with the proliferation of what's going on in education, Parents don't want to send their kids to a technical center. Sometimes it's called vocational center. And we have adopted the term technical college. So that's kind of how I got my start in education close to 20 years ago. And so what are you doing now? And what are you, uh, what institution do you work for now? Well, currently I'm working for Atlantic Technical College and uh, Technical High School. We are part of the Broward County Public School System, which is the sixth largest school system in the nation. And as a part of the K through 12 system, we are fortunate to have three technical colleges. Um, and they, in addition to having the technical colleges where we do post-secondary or adult education, we have high schools that are attached to that. So it's a great opportunity for our high school students because it's a magnet program. They're able to get their high school diploma, but they're also able to sit for or uh, attend on the on the post-secondary side, a technical program. So for instance, we have practical nursing and I'm so proud of some of our practical nursing students. And it's interesting, some of our last graduates are actually making more money than their parents. <laughs> to be 17 years old and making 35 and $40 an hour as a nurse, and the great thing about this, it is totally paid for by the county. So all of their books, their tuition is paid for by the by the county. That's a great way to empower young people is by providing opportunities for them to get an education and to get it without uh, having the burden of, 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 of loans. Correct, correct. So yeah, I, I love that. And you were talking about empowering black and brown people. At our school, the majority of, of students that are there are black and brown people. And we do from, you know, 14 to, to uh, we've had a student there as old as 95 who wanted to kind of get a, a certification. So it's a really great place to work. We talk about career in a year. And one of the things that I'm really passionate about is showing people that there's more than just, because you know, in the black community, it's all about being a doctor, about being a lawyer. 
And not everyone is cut out for college or not everyone has the resources to go to college. So what I'm really impassioned about is that our students get to finish, they get to sit for certification and they get to earn money within a year of uh, finishing, you know, uh, starting the program. I mean, if you ever had to call a plumber or an electrician, they don't have college degrees, but they're charging $85 an hour with the four hour minimum. So, you know, what I'm looking to do is to show our communities that college is great. You know, the statistics are that, you know, over a lifetime, a college educated person can make up to a million dollars versus someone with a high school diploma. But that we don't need to be going into debt, going into college. If you have the resources and you have the talent, fine. But I'm empowering young people to find other paths besides just a bachelor's degree. You know, the first time I ever heard that, that college wasn't for everybody was from my cousin. And I was actually floored when he first stated it, um, because I think he attended or attempted to attend college for a semester and then dropped out. And I, I really didn't understand his argument until much later, you know, that it's not a letdown or you're not less than just because you choose not to attend college. There are various career options that you can pursue that does not require a, a college degree. And on top of that, the immense debt that uh, people accrue as you mentioned, particularly African-American and Latino Americans who don't necessarily have the um, connections to get the scholarships that are out there and to get uh, um, all the various resources that are out there for a college education. Um, you know, technical college is a great option for many. So tell us about this whole career in a year. Um, what does that involve? What What is uh, the process for which you um, empower people to be able to get into their careers in a year? So most people don't know, the, know this, and this is kind of how I got into uh, career and technical education, because I was oblivious to this. I, you know, had parents that wanted us to go to college. So I left New York City and, you know, took a plane to Atlanta, and that's how I ended up going to Clark Atlantic University. And after moving to Florida, I kind of needed to do something. So I figured, you know, let me, because just because you have a degree doesn't mean that you're going to have a job. And I had a degree in biology and community health. So you have to really hustle for a job. There are people who graduate with degrees in English. And, you know, unless you're going to go to graduate school, it's very, or go into education. So one thing I would, would tell people to do, even if you want to do the traditional path, I always encourage young people to get a degree with a tangible skill. So I always tell people, if you want to go to medical school, instead of majoring in biology, major in nursing or physical therapy. Because when you graduate with a degree in physical therapy, if you can't get into graduate school right away, you have a tangible skill. I tell people, if you want to go into business, get a degree in accounting. Because when you graduate, you have a tangible skill that you can go ahead and be a bookkeeper. You know, So that's one of the things that I do. So talking about career in a year, there are a lot of professions like nursing, like, like I personally work in the health education arena. So think about when you go to Walgreens, there's somebody who's taking your prescription at, in the pharmacy. That's a pharmacy technician. That person needs to be able to understand the prescriptions you're taking, how to process the insurance. 
And we offer that program, which is about a 10-month program. Um, think about at a hospital. When you go to a hospital and the doctor orders an IV for you, and that IV has to have certain medications in it, it's the pharmacy technician that works in the hospital that's mixing that medication. Think about when you go to a restaurant. There are people who are baking. So we have a culinary department where you learn how to do hot foods, cold foods, and baking. Um, think about your computer when it breaks down. It's not necessarily a computer engineer that's doing it. It's someone with a certification in networking. So there are plenty of uh, jobs out there or careers out there that don't require a significant amount of resource for you to be able to get a certification and to work. And to your point before about the resources, there are plenty of black and brown people that have college debt without the degree. And that's the sad thing about it is just because you uh, uh, um, go to college and you enter this debt doesn't mean that you're going to get a degree. So here you are with a debt that's crippling you and you don't even have the degree to show for it. Yeah, and with with that, that causes a big burden on a lot of people because they start life, if you will, <laughs> behind financially because they're too busy paying back student loans, whereas a technical college, particularly the one you work uh, for, uh, provides students with the resources they need to complete their education. And the other thing about it is the same Pell Grants that people apply for for traditional college, they also apply for uh, technical college. So you can get, as long as your program is over 600 hours, then you are able to fill out your FAFSA and get uh, Pell. So the majority of our students between uh, workforce education, so we're a workforce education school, which means like, you know, some cities have the unemployment office. We call that uh, our career source. And what career source does is they will invest. So I've had people who are older who are looking for a second career and career source will provide them with the resources to go back to school. And that's great because there are so many different types of students, not only the traditional students which come out of high school, but also those untraditional students who are adults, already have families, and are actually seeking second careers. Yeah, that that also, too, in that it's unfortunately in our communities, we don't have the resources, so you can't afford to go away for four years, right? You need, and most of our students tend to work, so they need to be able to do a short-term program, and many of them go on. So one good thing I like about our high school students, and I mentioned about the those who are graduating with the practical nursing, so they do the one-year program in practical nursing, they sit for their, um, their boards, and they become a... a licensed practical nurse, many of those kids go to college. But as opposed to working at Walmart or working at Denny's, they're working within their field. Many of them go on to become registered nurses and get bachelors of nurses. The other day we had a student who now is a nurse practitioner and she started that out. Um, I was with a few colleagues and we were having lunch and we look over and we see a former graduate from 2018 and she did a dental assisting program. She's now a dental hygienist. Yeah, isn't that amazing? So, those uh, those stories just show why technical education is so valuable. Are are there other reasons that you find uh, technical education valuable? Well, I, like I said, everyone is not the traditional student, and everyone doesn't always have the resources to spend four five years in in uh, in college. So this offers them an ability, and sometimes what it does is it gives them. Um, 
some life experiences. So many of our students who finish technical college go on and get degrees. We do have partnerships with some of the uh, two-year colleges. So we have with our Broward College, we have partnerships. So let's say we do, we have a program called Medical Coder Biller. And this is a program in where these students learn how to read medical charts and assign codes to do billing. That program ties into the two-year college, which is health information management. So we give credits towards the two-year college. So for those of them who are able to work and they go back. The other reason is that many of uh, the industry are industry partners. So like we do stuff with Broward Health, they have tuition reimbursement. So I've had students who finish a program in six months, they get a job at, at the local hospital, the local hospital uh, uh, helps them to get their degree. And so they're graduating with uh, a degree debt-free because they did the six month program. And usually the hospital requires them to work back a certain amount of years at their full pay. If they invest in you, you know, to become a nurse, then they say that you, you know, you can work for us for two years as a nurse, or if you leave early, you pay back some of the money that we give you. So it's a win-win for the industry and it's a win-win for the students. I love it. So not only are they are our students and graduates of technical colleges getting a work skill, there are opportunities for them to uh, continue their education through partnership institutions, as well as uh, the opportunity to get immediately in their professions because they of the partnerships that exist within various industries. Yes, so we partner with uh, many of our local industries. So whether that is um, giving the students a hands-on experience. So if they're in surgical technology, they're able to go and work to complete a certain amount of hours in surgical technology. And the good thing about that is many of those internship experiences turned into work experience. So when I was in school, I was offered a job even before I finished the program. They, they said that, you know, we need to snatch you up before someone else does. <laughs> so, you know, I think I was finishing in January, but by November, I had already had an offer letter uh, to, to, to work there. And, you know, that's why it's so important that various industries um, get involved in education is because through their investment, uh, you have the whole workforce development where you actually improve and develop communities mm -hmm. uh, because you have invested in workforce development. And that's what we need more of in terms of uh, the develop economic development in various cities and communities. Yeah, definitely. And this is something that is, uh, um, I guess, is the best kept secret. Um, you know, in most states, most cities, we'll have a technical college that you can go to. I mean, there are several. We are one of the largest ones in South Florida, Atlanta Technical College. We have more graduates and we, uh, more, more of our graduates earn industry certifications than any other school in, in, in Florida. And so I encourage your listeners, because I'm sure you have listeners from all over the country, to seek out um, the technical colleges in your area and to partner with, you know, workforce uh, development which is usually occurring in most counties around the, the country. And I think a lot of people, to your point, don't know about those opportunities. And that's why it's so important for us to educate the public on the opportunities that exist in technical colleges. And also on another uh, realm to get those people who are in corporations to invest in, in technical colleges in order to uh, be engaged in workforce development. 
So when, you know, at the Empowerment Zone, we're all all about impacting and empowering the African-American and Latino communities. And one of the things that we do in uh, my uh, uh, social impact agency, um, Colorado Strategies, is that we really assist educational institutions in their in developing their diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility initiatives. You talked about how technical technical colleges uh, really reach underserved and underrepresented communities who may not have the opportunities to attend four year colleges. What more do you think educational institutions should do to attract more people to their institutions? Well, one of the things that I'm doing and I'm excited about is partnering, is we need to get the word out there. Unfortunately, technical colleges don't always have the budget because we're part of the K through 12 system. So we go through the county budget. We're also non-for-profit. So a lot of the for-profit schools can afford to do commercials. You know, you'll see there are a lot of uh, uh, unfortunately, very unscrupulous practices that prey upon uh, people of color by uh, these private for-profit institutions. So unfortunately, we don't usually have the money to compete with them. But what we're trying to do is create grassroots opportunities. So to go to the Black churches, the local churches, and to set up a table um, and to partner with other community agencies um, to, to bring awareness that these technical colleges are there. I can't tell you how many times I run into someone who went to a for-profit college and they're paying $20,000 for the same certificate that we offer for $2,000 with financial assistance. Yeah, that's a big um, social issue right now is these for-profit mm -hmm. institutions uh, actually, there's also a documentary about that. I don't know if you've uh, checked that out about, and I, and for me, forgive me because I forgot the name of the, um, of the documentary, but there are some challenges uh, for, in these for-profit institutions and the people who are suffering more, most are people of color from African-American and Latino communities. And to your point, that is why it's so important that we educate communities about the the opportunities that exist at technical colleges versus versus uh, being trapped or being uh, uh, fooled, I guess you could say, by these for-profit institutions. Correct. So yeah, I think I encourage people when I say, because there are a lot of places say technical college, but you want to go to a place that's non-for-profit, that's usually affiliated with the public school system. You know, and particularly offering this at a very young age. So we have a department at Broward County Schools uh, called CTAS, which is Career Adult Technical Education, which we start to introduce this not only to our high schools that are attached. And that's one good thing about what we do is any high, any Broward High School student can always uh, take courses, even though even though they may not be at our school. We have what we call career dual enroll. And so they can, uh, if they meet certain criteria with grades, they can come to our campus and, and take classes. And the thing about this is, this is totally paid for by taxpayer dollars. And 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 that's so important to know that there are opportunities for dual enrollment in local colleges and universities. And students must know uh, how that they exist and how to take advantage of them. 
Yeah, definitely. Because we've had students now who are basically, as opposed to just taking their regular high school courses, can go to the college and take those courses so that when they graduate, they are graduating with sometimes 12, 15 credits. So which means that that's less money that they have to pay because these credits are earned where the county, the school system is paying for them. So we have students that are able to graduate college in three years as opposed to four or three and a half years because they were able to satisfy a lot of their uh, core courses while they were in high school. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So how do students usually find out about uh, the, the programs and the opportunities that exist at uh, technical colleges? Well, it varies. So we have a magnet. Our school is a magnet program, and it's kind of a lottery. So at our high school, we have about 1,000 students, um, and we take about 150 a year uh, that are that come in. So you have to have certain grades. So we have a magnet coordinator, and we're doing a program, and we're trying to bring technical education early on. Because if they're finding out about it in high school, it's already a bit too late. So we're going into the middle schools, and we are showing them about careers because, again, particularly in our community, everyone wants to be a doctor or a lawyer or an engineer. So, you know, we're bringing in hemodialysis machines, right? Hemodialysis are technicians that help people who are in kidney failure. They're all over our community, unfortunately, in the Black community. And this is a profession in where you do patient care. So we're trying to introduce this as a younger age to bring the machines into the middle schools to say, hey, this is pretty cool, you know, to we have... Um, medical assistance. So what, what we're doing is bringing uh, the programs uh, to middle school so that by the time they get to high school, they've already heard about it. Not only that, a lot of times they are taking this information back to their parents, you know, to have a middle schooler to say, guess what, mom, I was able to see a hemodialysis machine today. And uh, that is information that maybe the parents will want to come. We I've had several parents, uh, child that go to the school at the same time or mother was in the program, a child was in the program, child graduated and then the mother was it. I've had brother, sister. I've had boyfriend, girlfriend. So, you know, one thing I tell people to do in my class is that you have an obligation to tell someone. I would say you have a cousin that's sitting at home doing nothing. Tell them about the opportunities that exist at technical colleges. And so look, those are great and powerful stories about how you are impacting uh, families and communities and that multiple people within the same communities, within the same families are benefiting from the from a technical in education. So when you look at uh, technical colleges and your work uh, at, um, at Atlantic Technical College, what do you want your impact to be? My impact now, so I was in the classroom for 18 years and I was teaching a course in sterile processing. So most people don't know this, but every instrument that's used in a hospital has to be clean, decontaminated, sterilized and packaged, uh, you know, for the next patient. So I taught that class and I impacted, you know, a certain amount of students a year. The department chair recently retired and she basically said, I think that you should do it. So I applied for it and I got it. So one of my missions is, is that, and I and I try to have the teachers that work in my department, is that when a student fails, it's a failure on us. So I go around to talk to students. I do a lot of um, I do a lot of student interventions 
when the student grades start going down to try to catch them early. And some of the stories that you hear that it's not just about education. So I had a student one time and she's really failing. So I always like to ask, well, what is your day like when you finish school? What do you do? And she says, well, I have a two-year-old and um, you know, I'm doing this. And then she starts to say, the two-year-old is up at 10 o'clock at night. So, but the counselor and I was like, why is your two-year-old child up at 10 o'clock at night? And you know, this is a distraction to the reason why she can't study. So although we're there to focus on the academics, we have to now switch over to giving her some parenting skills and connecting her to some resources because, it, you know, she's saying is that the, the child, he won't go to sleep. And she ended up finishing the program and we connected her with some resources. So I like the student engagement. And, you know, one of my major roles is that for every student that starts, if they want to finish, we're going to encourage them and make them finish. Now, we can't save everybody. There are some students that, unfortunately, it's just not the right time. But, you know, that's one of the impacts that I want to make is to make sure that every student that's in my department gets their career in a year and gets their certification. So, Philippe, you being a, a educator at Atlantic Technical College, I know that you have a strategy for college success. So what college or colleges did you attend? What were your major and majors and degrees? And tell us what strategy would you give students to ensure that they're successful in college? Well, I attended Clark Atlanta University, where we discussed where I met you. And I uh, got a degree in biology and community health education. And one of the strategies that I tell people that they have to do is that they have to be engaged in their learning. Many students think that I'm gonna read the book over and over again and by osmosis, the information is gonna come to me. So one of the things that we tell people is that ed their learning has to be an action oriented. So we tell them whether they're gonna do something like a Quizlet that's gonna do electronic flashcards, whether they're going to uh, use, look at the headings in the book, to write their notes, to uh, sometimes discuss the topic with someone that doesn't know. So go to your mom and say, hey, this is what I learned today. Because sometimes explaining it to somebody else is how you learn. So one of the things that I say is a strategy is that students have to be engaged into their work and they have to, it has to have some action with it. You, they just can't sit and read the book. And, and uh, the second thing is to be engaged with your professors because professors, you know, and technical college instructors will go out of, you know, around their way to help you if they see that you're engaged. If they see that you're committed, we've had teachers that will give you a retake, you know? So when there are problems, don't just act like they, they don't exist be invested in your education and make sure you talk with your professors. Love that advice. Be engaged in your learning. Learn how to activate what you've learned. And secondly, be engaged with your professors. They are here to help you succeed. Thank you so much, Philippe John Bart. It was great having you on the show. This was great. And I hope I can come back again. Sure, definitely. <laughs> See you again soon. A special thank you to the incredible team of the Empowerment Zone. Terry Gully, theme song, NADWorks, digital support, and of course, our featured guest, 